0: Welcome to the Total Ministry Makeover. On this podcast, we have one goal, to lead leaders everywhere on the right foundation for your life and your ministry. Regardless of the size of your church or the size of your leadership, we all can learn and grow and mature in the faith and to lead others to do the same. That's why we're here to help each other along the way. I'm Shane Thacker, and I'm your host, and I'm so thankful you could join us on this very first podcast. So since this is the pilot episode, I thought I'd share my story, my passion, and why I wrote this book as well as started this podcast. So first of all, I'm from the small town of Inola, Oklahoma. You probably haven't heard of it, but that's okay. I grew up there. I actually graduated high school from there, and uh, just love that little town. In seventh grade, though, I was just on fire for God, doing everything I could to serve and to grow and to soak in the word. And I was reading through the book of Matthew. I got to the very end at the Great Commission. And I read that those powerful verses, those commands that Jesus gave us to go make disciples, to baptize and to teach. And I was just flooded with tears. I remember one night, very specifically, um, and I had just prayed to God tearfully this promise, God, when I graduate high school, I am going to Ozark Christian College, if you will let me, and I'm going to graduate from there, and I'm going to go into ministry, I'm going to go wherever you've called me to go, and I'm going to do whatever you've called me to do, I'm all in, I'm all yours, here I am, send me. Did I follow through with that commitment? Absolutely. In 2010, I graduated from Ozark Christian College, and that's actually where I met the love of my life, Christina. Ring by spring, baby. That's right. If you've been to Christian colleges anywhere in the nation, you know what I mean. (laughs) But we have three kids together, and I've been in ministry for over 10 years now. But before I landed at our current amazing church, I was actually at another amazing church. It was one near... Uh, the, the Ozark Christian college campus, it was near there. And I had attended there at this church and they were just some amazing people in this amazing little community. Ah, just loving them to death. But, but I was there and we had started into ministry right after graduating at Ozark and we were on fire for God, had all the right credentials in place, had all the right heart in place, had the right motives in place. I mean, everything seemed Right. But there is something deeply wrong that we didn't even catch. And it wasn't the church. It wasn't the church. Every church has its problems, but it wasn't the church. It was me. I wasn't on the right foundation. I had all the right intentions, but I was not on the right foundation. We were starting off early on into marriage, and we uh two years being married, had our firstborn child, Emma, and while Christina was pregnant with Emma, I was getting just stressed to the max. No time for Bible reading, no time for prayer, no time for God in any way other than me pouring out, pouring out, pouring out, and giving to others. And I remember I was so stressed. One of the biggest things that stressed me out was 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 I was afraid I was going to drop the baby. <laughs> it's irrational, I know, but but up until... I had actually held my own daughter. I had maybe three times in my entire life that I had even held a baby for, and and it was just a few seconds at a time and then I was done, right? So I was terrified. But I think the root of that issue wasn't about dropping the baby, but about dropping the ball as a dad. It was all about provision. Yeah, you dads know what I'm talking about. It's it's such a, a deep-rooted fear that was in me, and I had prayed, God, help me to provide. I had two jobs to take care of the diapers and the formula, and I thought I was stressed before having the baby. Then the baby comes, right? Uh, don't get me wrong. I loved our, our time there and, and that season of life. It was just so new and fresh and exciting, but it was stressful, and it got worse as it piled on because I had continued to not only work these two jobs, but I was taking care of everything in the ministry and everything in the home um, that I could. And we were just getting burned out. We didn't ask for help. We didn't ask if anyone could help us out. If We didn't let people in on our problems because as ministers, you're not supposed to do that, Right. That was my mentality. So we continued not letting people in, not letting God in, not opening up about our problems, and just trying to make it work out on our own. I remember one Sunday morning after church, it was the end of the services. I already talked with the leadership and everything about it. But I announced to our church family, who we just loved and adored, and and the same with the community as well. We just loved. We were ingrained with them, we were a part with them, But I announced with the church family that God was sending us on an adventure. And no doubt that was true. God was really sending us to be closer to family and have this healthy network of support around us. But also, what I didn't tell them, what I didn't share that day, as hard as it was, was just how burned out from ministry we were. Several weeks later was our last day at the church, and we had drove off, and you remember how I said I had this prayer back in seventh grade, I'll go wherever you call me to go, I'll do whatever you call me to do, I'm all in, I'm all yours, here I am, send me. I had a different prayer this day as we were driving away. Oh, I was flooded with tears, but I prayed two simple words, never again. Never again. And my heart was just crying out to God. And you know what I was saying, right? I mean, never again will I go into ministry. I will never do that again. Never again. It was so difficult of a prayer. And thankfully, God knew my heart. He was gracious and forgiving. But it was far different of a prayer than the first one back in seventh grade. Here I am, send me. I was done. I was completely depleted and burned out from ministry and just at the point of saying, I will never do that again. I'm sure Satan was having a field day that day, just excited about those words coming out of my mouth. But thankfully that wasn't the end of the story. I'll share the rest of this story after this short message. Welcome back. Thanks for sticking with us. We were continuing the story of how I was burned out from ministry and I had said never again as we were driving to our new town. Well, we had we had gone to our new home and we were praying about where we should go and we, we thought, well, we'll just go to this one church I'd been at before and, and and we'll just see how it goes. We'll church hop if we feel led elsewhere, but we'll just go here. And so we did. And the pastor that morning was preaching on serving the Lord in the church and how there is a great need for volunteers. Uh, even in that moment, even in that day, uh, there was just this great need for people to step up in new ways. And and there certainly was, there certainly certainly still is today. But I talked with Christina and I said, hey, maybe we should go out to lunch with him and his wife. And so we asked them out to lunch and they they went with us. And we sat down with our meal and and we were talking about everything going on and and the pastor said, yeah, did you enjoy the sermon? What what'd you think? I mean, need some feedback now and again. And I said, yeah, I thought the sermon was great and spot on. Uh, but I just want to be clear that we are not serving at all for a very long time. <laughs> I had the wrong heart, wrong mind. I mean, it was just a bad ordeal. But, but thankfully, the pastor had been there where I was before. And he gave me some amazing words of wisdom. He said, first of all, that's fine. Take all the time you need. Let's rebuild what was lost. Let's figure out where the problems were. Let's spend time with your family. Let's spend time, of course, with the Lord. And he had given me some pointers on what to do next. And so over time, over several years, I had, it wasn't long before I was serving, uh, my wife and I both were serving in the church, and we just fell in love with the, the people there, the community. And in 2016, God had led me back into ministry. Never again, right? Famous last words. But God had led me back into ministry in probably the weirdest way I have ever seen. Uh, certainly personally, but even even what I've heard from other people, how they were led into ministry. This one's just weird, and crazy. And I'm going to have to share it another time, but I've been on staff at this church ever since, and I'm just loving it, loving it, loving it. Why? Because the foundation is totally different than what it was before. I was on the wrong foundation before. Now we're on a new, on the right foundation. And yes, it it is on the foundation of Jesus Christ. It's like on the vine. If you're not connected to the vine, you're going to wither and die, right? That's what was happening to me. We've got to be connected to the vine. We've got to be on the right foundation. And we'll talk about these eight steps of the total ministry makeover throughout the coming episodes. And what that is, is we have this opportunity that I've learned over the years through what people have told me, what people uh, have told me not to do, what I have experienced and learned, what I have experienced and learned from doing the wrong things, you know, learning it the hard way, that's how I tend to do things. But, but then all throughout, though, God has provided this wisdom in this time. And so I found these eight steps that I'm going to be talking about throughout this series, and it's going to be an amazing opportunity, an amazing opportunity. Maybe you can learn and grow from that yourself. Maybe you've got some pointers for me on how to change what I currently have. I'd love to hear that. But this conversation is all about saying never again but in a new way. Never again will I do ministry on the wrong foundation. Never again will I live in a way that is not connected to the vine, that is not on the right foundation for ministry. Never again will I let Satan win by me saying never again to ministry. We want healthy, sustainable, long-term ministries. When leaders of the church are healthy, guess what happens? The church itself becomes healthy naturally. They're starting to gravitate to the Lord just as you are. And when you as a church are on fire for God and you're doing all of what God's calling you to do, what's gonna happen to the community that you're serving? It's gonna radically change how you serve, how you lead in the church. That's what this is about. Never again, in all the right ways. So that concludes this pilot episode. But I want to thank you for listening to my story. And I hope and pray that this has been a blessing to you and that this will be a blessing continually to you week to week. I really want to encourage you and help me out by inviting someone to listen along with you and to discuss the talking points that we have on each episode next episode, we're going to talk about the very first stepping stone. Here's a little preview of it. Fall in love with the Lord. If you don't have that, nothing else matters. Fall in love with the Lord. So we're going to talk about uh, the ins and outs of that and why that step is so crucial, so important. You know it's important, but we're going to talk about why and the why behind it, the why on what I wrote on it and what we can do next knowing that very first step so invite your friends that are in ministry that maybe you can have a conversation with and and have a weekly discussion so you can get filled up and be ready to pour out into your church families please like and share any way you can anywhere you're listening and thank you so much for joining today for the total ministry makeover god bless and have a good day